Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, I think. Yeah. Producer Joe, how are you today? All is well, Dan. <laughs> is it? You sure? Uh, so are you far. sure about that? I, uh, oh my gosh, I got more requests <laughs> for a special episode. I was thinking about doing Really? One. Yes, yes, of course. Ah. I know most of you saw what happened. Some of you may not. Some of you may have been on vacation or whatever, but major league breaking news. Bob Mueller's investigation officially jumps the shark yesterday. Arthur Fonzarelli from Happy Days would be very proud. What a train wreck. This Mueller investigate. Now, I got a lot of emails yesterday. What about Tankity? What about Sasha? I get it. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of explaining to because I think there's... Some confusion here. I get it. A lot of you are losing patience, and you should. But you're conflating two separate entities. And I've tried my darndest to clear up the confusion there. And I'm not doing a good job. Because based on the emails yesterday, Mm. there's a lot of misunderstanding about what's happening. And I get it. And I don't know why... You would think I'm defending Sessions because I don't know the guy. I don't know. I don't know his people. Actually, I do know one of his people. I one of my ran into in a conservative group I was part of. Uh, was it? Yeah, she was with Sessions. She was very nice. Um, but I don't know Sessions. I have no allegiance to him whatsoever. Yeah. And I've been crystal clear that his recusal from the Russia thing was an abomination. Now it's starting to. You know, it's really starting to hurt now. Mm-hmm. because the Russia investigation has entirely jumped the track. But I waited last night because I wanted to be sure I spoke to some people that I have a decent sight picture of what's going on here yeah. and I can get you the information you need. And some people said, one guy sent a nice email, Joe, talk me off the ledge, brother. This is really bad. I'm not here to talk you off the ledge. This is bad. <laughs> But you're conflating two separate things. All right, before we get to that, today's show brought to you by our buddies at iTarget. Folks, listen, anybody uh, can fire a firearm. The question is, can you fire it accurately? Precision matters. The ability to use a firearm proficiently. God forbid you're involved in a self-defense scenario. Or if you're a sportsman or uh, a hunter, you know, accuracy obviously matters. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's prime when you're, when you're talking about the use of a firearm. Now, one of the best ways to practice with your firearm is dry firing. That's where you safely unload a weapon. You check it. You check it twice. You check it three times. You uh, you look. You feel the chamber. Make sure it's empty. And you you pull the trigger on a safely unloaded weapon. Although we always treat weapons like they're loaded. I'm not, it's not a lecture, but you all know the deal. Mm-hmm. We used to have the laser rule. Wherever you point the barrel, act like a laser's coming out and it's going to hit someone, right? So that's uh, that's the golden rule. But you dry fire it and what you do is you practice your trigger control, you practice your sight alignment, you do it and you're not at the range, you're not firing any live rounds, but it allows you to get proficient with the trigger pull, uh, learn how to line up your sights, how to acquire a sight picture. This is all super important stuff. Now, one of the best ways to take your dry fire practice to the next level is the iTarget Pro system. The website is the letter iTargetPro.com. They will send you a laser round. You drop in the firearm. You have now no manipulations necessary. You don't have to buy any special equipment. Whatever you've got, I've got a Glock 43 and 9mm. They send you a 9mm laser round. Comes with a target. And when you dry fire the weapon and the hammer drops on this laser round, it's not going to hurt your gun, damage your gun in any way. The laser round emits a laser onto the target. You can see where the round would have gone. This is an unbelievably good system. The the listener feedback on this product has been tremendous. Probably second only to Field of Greens and Brickhouse, but because Brickhouse has been with us a lot longer. But people love it. My co-author on my book, her husband won't put the thing down. It'll take your dry fire practice to the next level. Go pick it up. It's available at itargetpro.com. That's the letter itargetpro.com. I'll give you a promo code for a nice 10% off. Promo code Dan, my first name for 10% off, itargetpro.com. Check it out. Okay. All right. I've got a lot of information to get to. First, accessions. Let me explain what's going on with Sessions and what happened yesterday. From the legal perspective, it's important you know that. The Sessions role in this is non-existent. Folks, he recused himself. I, I received a lot of emails yesterday from folks saying, what is Sessions doing? The answer is nothing. You're right. He recused himself from the Russia thing. I, I, you have to understand this. I am with you a thousand percent. Joe, p- p- seriously, yes, if I'm lying to the audience, I know you'd call me. I'm Joe, he, he has said to me off the air a couple of times, you really say that? I had to go back and kind of back it up to him. Yeah. How many?
many times have I said the recusal was an abomination? Ad nauseum, Dan. Ad nauseum. It was a terrible decision. Sessions recusing himself from the Russia thing. Folks, I am with you. I am with you a thousand percent. It was the worst decision I've seen an attorney general make in a very, very long time. He had no reason to recuse himself. Now, because of that recusal, we see the Justice Department entirely, completely out of control because it's being run by Rod Rosenstein, who uh, right now is a complete, total disaster. Because of the recusal, people said to me yesterday in email, I got this a lot. Understand, but listen, folks, I love the feedback, even the negative stuff. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for you to kiss my butt. I don't, you know, if you send me something I don't like, it's a lot of you know, I send you emails right back. Now, I don't agree. You're wrong. That's what I love about this show. Try that with other talk show hosts. They'll send back like a curse to you. Ah, get that. <laughs> you know, I'm not, that. <laughs> I'm not, you know what I'm not doing. That's yeah, my buddy. <laughs> He's my man. Seriously, he's the best. But I open up my email for a reason. But folks, please, this is not Sessions. Yes, the recusal was bad. Mueller's investigation is out of control, and there's nothing Sessions can do about it, which is an awful decision. I get it. But he had nothing to do with this. This is all being run through Rosenstein. The raid yesterday, for those of you who may have missed it, and forgive me, I may maybe I should have started with this mm-hmm. six minutes in, but I, I assume most of you know, uh, Rod Rosenstein, Bob Mueller made a referral yesterday, which had to have the prior approval of Rod Rosenstein, the deputy AG. He was handling all things Russia because of uh, the session's recusal to raid Trump's lawyer's office in New York. Now, this is important, too. Mueller made the referral, meaning. Mueller's team did not actually raid the office. This is important. You understand this. Mm. The way this works is Mueller has all the powers of a United States attorney. They have subpoena powers. They can impanel a grand jury. He is the special counsel. Mueller is only authorized by the statute to investigate crimes related to Russia and things discovered in the process of that investigation. But things discovered in the process of that investigation, not directly related to Russia, are referred to where the Joe crime may have happened. Mm-hmm. So Mueller referred the investigation to the, the, uh, the uh, I think it was, it's Manhattan, so it's the Southern District of New York, their United States attorney, they were the ones that coordinated this raid. Ah. Now, so it's not actually Mueller that did it. Mueller did the, I'm, listen to me, I'm not giving Mueller a pass. I'm going to dismantle Mueller right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that Mueller's even involved in this and made the referral shows you they're targeting Trump and they're not targeting crimes. They're just fishing now. Yeah. I got into an argument with that uh, joker, you know, Joe Walsh this morning about this, who misquoted me on Twitter, who seems to have a lack of basic under. This guy was a congressman. He likes a basic understanding uh, of the law. He totally, entirely misquoted me in a tweet. I said on Fox last night, they're investigating the Trump team. They're not investigating crimes. This is entirely different. Preet Bharara even responded to me. It's the Mueller referral, and it's the Mueller thing should not be happening at all. But it was a referral. And in the Southern District, you get what I'm saying, Joe? The Southern District yeah. followed up. The Southern District of New York, and they were the ones who conducted the raid on Trump's personal attorney's office. Now, let me just say, too, the double standard here is staggering. This is justice is dead, folks. I'm not apologizing for the justice system system for Sessions' recusal. None of this. The justice system is officially dead. It's not blind anymore. It's dead. Hillary Clinton. And yes, oh, what about ism? You're damn right it is. The whole premise of justice is it's supposed to be blind. It's not supposed to pick favorites. Our That justice system is gone. And you call it whatever you want. Here is... Prima facie evidence, it's dead. Hillary Clinton, during the email investigation, her staffer, who happened to be an attorney, Cheryl Mills, but she was acting in a staff capacity and has forever, who was also a co-conspirator in the Hillary email case. She had exchanged emails with Hillary over the personal server, over the personal server. 
Cheryl Mills, Joe, was allowed to act, air quotes here, Mm -hmm. as Hillary's attorney in an FBI interview. And they were also allowed to take possession of evidence later on back from the FBI, the computers and the scandal. How's that work? I don't know, buddy. Cheryl Mills was not her attorney. Cheryl Mills was a staffer. She was allowed to act as Hillary's attorney. So, Joe, she could sit in the interview. Well, you think they may have been coordinating answers like, hey, Hills, wink and a nod. Gotcha, baby. Uh, Hills, you may want to not say that. Why? Because I was on that email too, Hills. Cheryl Mills was on the email chains over the unauthorized server. So just to be clear, Hillary is allowed to invoke attorney-client privilege with a woman who happens to be an attorney, but was also a potential co-conspirator in her case, and is allowed to take possession of evidence from the FBI later on, while Trump's actual attorney, Michael Cohen, his office is raided, and they go and remove evidence from his office. Uh, Folks, it's dead. Justice is dead. Forget it. It's over. Now, the title of today's show, which I just thought of, It's going to be the biggest cover-up in American history. Because now, don't miss this part. Now I'm going to lay out to you why this is going on and why they're, don't miss this, why they're targeting Cohen and why only Bob Mueller is the guy. We are adding another chapter to my book today because last night, boom, something else happened. Got some new info and I was like, yes, now it makes sense. I told you before that Bob Mueller was the only guy they could have appointed to the special counsel because they are covering things up that happened in the Clinton and Obama years. I'm going to get to those two in a second. Some of you may have heard them before, but they're important in light of what's going on. We had, of course, the failure to vet the dossier that involved one of Bob Mueller's chiefs of staff. I'll get to that. We had Rod Rosenstein and Mueller involved in the Rosatom 10X case, the precursor to the Uranium One debacle. And the informant who knew Hillary Clinton was, uh, was, was trying to be influenced by foreign operators. We'll get to that in a second, too. Mueller was intimately involved, or his people, in both of these. Mueller was the only guy to run this smokescreen. They are running this investigation right now to keep the attention on Trump entirely to distract you from what Bob Mueller, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, Samantha Power, John Brennan, Jim Clapper, Rod Rosenstein, and the whole swamp did. It is crystal clear right now. Also, convenient show. Mm-hmm. What's coming out in the next few days? The IG report by Michael Horowitz, the internal affairs report mm-hmm. on the FBI's handling and the DOJ's handling of the Hillary Clinton case. I told you this was going to be devastating because Sessions team has been working on it around the clock and it is going to be damning. And I'm telling you, heads are going to roll on this thing. I know you don't believe me. That's fine. I'm putting my reputation on a line. If it doesn't happen, I'd have to recount. I know it's going to happen. I'm sure of it. This IG report about the grotesque mishandling of both the Trump case and the Hillary case is coming out any minute, any day. I'm not sure the date. If I had the information, I'd pass it on to you. I'm not trying to be coy. I just, the sources are good. They're not, you know, they don't have everything. Don't you find it awfully convenient? Bob Mueller, who is now running an entirely, I mean, this is all it is now is a witch hunt, a smokescreen operation. You find it awfully convenient. He raids Trump's lawyer's office, totally disregarding attorney-client privilege right before this IG report's going to come out. What are they hiding? Now, follow me here, folks. I'm going to bring you down a rabbit hole you're never going to come out of. I had said to you the other two angles, which I will get to in a second, too. But this is the smokescreen they're hiding now. I saw something yesterday. It jumped out at me. I always tell you to remember the names, right? Remember the names. Right, right. This is from an article in uh, Reuters or so. All of these people... Oh, man, I know I say this a lot. Please go to Bongino.com, my website. Please. And read the show notes today. They are older articles. They're not all new. But read the first four or five. This whole story will make sense to you. I send them to my co-authors today. I'm like, get this in the book ASAP. It'll all make sense. Hold on a sec, Joe. I got to move my fan. No problem. Sorry, folks. Had to take a. Had to move my fan. It's getting really hot in my office today. It's Florida. It's you know, right around. It gets to be about 122 right about now. Okay. I saw this in Reuters yesterday. Names came up, and I was like, here we go. 
This is why Cohen's office got raided. Quote from Reuters. The New York Times reported on Monday evening that Mueller is investigating a $150,000 payment made in September of 2015 by a Ukrainian billionaire, Victor Pinchuk, to Trump's charitable foundation in exchange for Joe's point to his head for a 20 minute video appearance by Trump at a conference in Kiev. Cohen solicited the Pinchuk donation, the Times reported, citing three sources it said were briefed on the matter, although it was not immediately clear if Monday's raids sought information on that issue. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to walk through this very slowly, so please forgive me. So Mueller is now investigating his team. $150,000 $150,000 payment for a Trump appearance, which I, I don't know. What, is there, I don't understand what I get. I get paid for appearance. Is that illegal? Someone better tell me quick. A speaking fees? Is that, I haven't done one in a while, but is that illegal? Because last time I checked, Hillary Clinton and, and speakers bureaus were set up for speaking fees. I wasn't aware that was illegal, but apparently it is for Trump, Joe. So just to be clear, Mueller's investigating a six-figure payment, $150,000, solicited by Cohen. Which, which it's his lawyer, it's just entirely unsurprised, Trump's lawyer, yeah. to this, to Trump or his foundation, whatever it may be, in exchange for a video Trump did. I don't know what the illegality is. I'm, I'm, still having, if, if, I'm still having a tough time figuring this out. But the guy who makes the payment is a guy named Pinchuk. Where did I see that name before? Yeah, where, 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 where? Where? Oh, article, Washington Examiner, April of 2016. I sense you're trying to pull this out of your skull because the name's... Re- I see Joe Point was yeah, Melanie. Yeah. Let me help you here, buddy. I remembered this story. I'd had in the show notes a while back. I'm going to repost today. Read it. Emails. This is from a different story. Washington Examiner, April 2016. Emails made public Tuesday show a Ukrainian businessman and major Clinton Foundation donor was invited to Hillary Clinton's home during the final year of her diplomatic tenure, despite her spokesman's insistence in 2014 that the donor never crossed paths with Clinton while she served as Secretary of State. (sighs) Wait, so some Ukrainian donor shows up. He's a, quote, major Clinton Foundation donor, was invited to her house. But mysteriously, Joe, Clinton's Mm. spokespeople deny any knowledge of this happening. (sighs) Who is this donor? Oh, Victor Pinchuk. Holy Moses. How did that happen? Let me read on here. Victor Pinchuk, who has given up to 25 million. Who? Million. I didn't get that wrong. Not thousand. Victor Pinchuk, same guy, folks, same guy. Just like Bill Clinton when he used to golf. He'd insult his buddies if they screwed up a shot. And then they got a good one. Same guy, same guy. If they hit a bad shot and a good shot, same guy. I remember that. Same guy, Pinchuk, who has given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation, appeared on the guest list that was sent between Dennis Cheng, an executive at the foundation, and Huma Abedin, then Clinton's deputy chief of staff at the State Department, ahead of that dinner, Abedin noted in a subsequent email that the gathering would be hosted in Clinton's home. Ah. Uh, folks. I, 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 this is, I'm serious that this is hard. I'm not, I'm not being like, uh, 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 this isn't like, remember Jackie Martling from the Stern show, Jackie, the joke. This is not like jokey time, right? I, I'm, I'm being deadly serious. This is not even believable. Like when I saw that Cohen's office was raided and that a potential avenue investigation is a Pinchuk donation for six figures, I said, Pinchuk, 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 where have I seen that name before? And I started culling through all my articles out there. And I'm like, wait, Pinchuk, the $25 million donor to the Clinton Foundation, that guy, I'm like, there's, there's no way Mueller's this dumb, but I guess they are. They are covering up everything the Clintons and the Obamas did wrong with an investigation into the Trumps. Do you get this? Obama and his team colluded with the Ukrainians and the Brits to spy on Trump and to gather oppo on Trump, at least in the, in the case of the Ukrainians. 
They're covering it up by accusing Trump of the exact same thing. And these suckers in the media, these suckers have absolutely no idea they're being played or they do. And they are willingly acting as Pravda. Folks, this is no BS today. This is serious stuff. We have gone into a an Gosh, I'm trying to avoid hyperbolic language here because I don't want to diffuse the effect of what I'm telling you. You are witnessing in live time an actual... Say it, man. You're you're witnessing a a soft coup going on. You're witnessing the devaluation and defenestration of a presidency in an effort to cover up a prior presidency and a prior presidential candidate for the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton's grotesque misdeeds and potential crimes. I I can't believe you don't see this. How do you not see what's going on? Oh, one more thing about Pinchuk. I didn't forget this, by the way. This gets better. Hold on a second, because I got to find this. Here we go. From a piece in Zero Hedge. That I will also have in the show notes. Folks, read the articles in the show notes today. One, I, have a, I have them right in line. The top five. If this doesn't make sense to you, you are blind. On Pinchuk. Joe, do you remember the name of the company, CrowdStrike, that conducted yes. the analysis into the DNC computers? Yes, remember. Yep. Follow me here, folks. Go down this rabbit hole with me. It is, it is super important you understand what's going on. CrowdStrike is the company that was brought in to, quote, analyze the DNC computers after allegations the Russians hacked said DNC computers. Right. There is no evidence, law enforcement-wise, that that happened. Why? Because the FBI and no, zero, no federal law enforcement agency has looked at the DNC computers and confirmed this, uh, this, this quote, hack. That's a fact. That is a fact. Who paid CrowdStrike? The law firm Perkins Coie. The same exact law firm who paid Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele to go gin up fake Russian information on Trump. Do you understand what I just told you? Mm-hmm. The genesis of the entire... Oh, man, I'm so terrified I'm going to lose you today. Because this is so important. This is up there with 628 as one of the most important shows I have ever, ever done. The whole genesis of the Trump collusion myth that he colluded with the Russians is that the Russians hacked the DNC and worked with Trump to get those nasty emails out there to hurt the Democrats. That's the whole case. It's false. The whole case is based on a myth. There, Listen to me, folks. There is no evidence the Russians hacked the DNC. None. They could have. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying they didn't. I'm telling you there's no law enforcement evidence that happened. How do I know that? Because the Democrats never let the FBI in ever. They did let in, however, a private company called CrowdStrike that was paid by the same law firm that was paid by the Clintons to go gin up fake Russian information on Trump. How the hell does this relate to Pinchuk? Let me read to you from a zero hedge piece. The company, CrowdStrike, has a CTO, uh, Chief Technical Officer. The firm's CTO and co-founder, Dmitry Alperovich, is a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, a think tank with openly anti-Russian sentiments that is funded by Ukrainian billionaire Viktor Pinchuk, who also happened to donate at least $10 million to the Clinton Foundation. How stupid do you have to be to not see what's going on right now? Everything the Clintons and Obamas did, everything, everything is being covered up by Mueller by making a counter accusation against the Trumps. Do you not see this? Uh, it's 
By the way, I got. I'm, I'm not even done. I got more. I'm just seriously trying to like line this up for you because mm. I'm very frustrated this morning, folks. Because I'm, I'm I, and I appreciate you. I really do. I appreciate you. And I and I and and just to dial back for a second because I do need to take like a mental break here, really, because this is so depressing. What's going on? I totally get your exasperation with sessions. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking you, and maybe I didn't explain this well before to you, just to separate the two. The Mueller investigation in Rosenstein is an abomination. You should exert every ounce of your effort to urge, to beg, if Mueller needs to be fired, and so does Rosenstein, yesterday. Sessions' recusal was a huge mistake. And if, by the way, if your anger at Sessions is at the recusal, as my, and that's your reason to, for him to resign, I, I can't dispute that. I can't. You, you make a decent point. My only fear with Sessions resigning now is on the other end, Joe. Forget Mueller and Rosenstein for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sessions recused himself. He has nothing to do with that anymore. And the recusal was bad. I'm being crystal clear on this. Yeah. What's going on to investigate all of this, the IG report, Sessions absolutely knows what's going on. And I'm sure, I'm sure they are working on action against this. I'm sure of it. But I totally and completely understand your exasperation, your frustration. If your point is, hey, too bad. The recusal was an awful decision. Look at what's happening with Mueller. I'm done with him. I get it. I'm not going to fight you on that anymore. After yesterday, I'm starting to see a lot of your points on that. I'm just telling you on the investigation portion into the Clinton gate, FISA gate, and Flynn gate, I am confident that Sessions knows exactly what's going on and that there are things moving behind the scenes. I didn't kind of wrap that up for you before, and I think it's important I say that so you know exactly where I stand. But again, I'll leave it at this. I'm, I get it. The recusal after yesterday has made a lot of us reevaluate that one awful decision, the original sin of the recusal, yeah. and I get it. I, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. I totally get it. If you send me that email, I'll read it, and you know what? I was, yep, you know what? I get it. I don't blame you at all. I'm just... I only ask for patience for sessions because I know what they're working on with this IG report. And I'm just not sure right now that if we stop and start over, that we're going to get what we need from that. But Mueller has to go. Mueller has got to go. And Rosenstein has got to go. No question about it. You know, Trump's MO is to get rid of somebody. Yeah. You know, pretty quick. He's been complaining about sessions. For months, months, and I he's know. still I know. there. He's still I know. there. I know, Joe, and I sense it, and I think it's because, based on people I really trust, yeah. that Sessions and what he's doing, he can't brief Trump on all of it because Trump was the target of some of it. And I get right. it how that's tough for... I get it, folks, and I'm not... I'm done burning energy on, on other people, too. I get it. I see what happened yesterday was was a, a complete total abomination. Justice like died yesterday and went out the window, and I have nothing. I, really, I have. I, sorry, I have nothing good to say about it. I've got more though, because at a minimum, I'm not. But by the way, don't mistake this for me like giving up. I meant exactly what I said with my with that dance episode. This listen, this is the fight. This is the fight we're in. This is our country, and this is the fight. Justice died. We got to get the CPR machine out. I don't know what to tell you. This is the fight. This is what we're involved in. You know, go go look back at the Civil War generation and the Revolutionary War generation. They had it a lot worse than us. So don't mistake this for apathy at all. I'm just trying to give you some understanding so you understand how serious the fight we're in is right now. This is a soft coup out there. They are trying to overthrow a legitimate presidency and even worse, cover up what the last president his people did. Okay, I'll give you some more in a second. Today's show also uh, brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. I really appreciate them sponsoring the show. Uh, The show is free and uh, our sponsors help pay for it. So I appreciate all of you uh, helping us out, supporting our sponsors. Brickhouse Nutrition is one of the best companies out there. I usually talk about Field of Greens, but Foundation is one of their best products. Uh, I always recommend, if, if you don't believe me on this, take the mirror test. I have... Five, six hundred probably emails, if not more, about foundation, how wonderful this product is. It's a creatine ATP blend. 
they mixed ATP with creatine to give it like a double gas tank effect. Like creatine's always been known to give you like an extra gas tank in the gym. They put ATP in it too. Now you can look it up, phosphagens and how they work, but I'm telling you, the volumization effect in your muscles is incredible. Take the mirror test. Ask your wife to take a look at you or your husband or whatever, right? Give it about seven days to work. It loads in your system and then look seven days later. You're going to be duly impressed. Yeah. I got my nephew used to come up. It is. Joe loves it, right? Yeah. The little Joe oh, love yeah, it too. He loves it. My nephew comes up from Fort Lauderdale to try to get this stuff. It's that good. Go give it a shot. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Check out Foundation today. Give it the mirror test. You will not regret it. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Foundation today. Give this stuff a shot. It's absolutely terrific. One of my favorite products. And the original BrickHouse Nutrition Blockbuster product, by the way. Okay. Down the rabbit hole a little more for you. Here we go. What are they covering here? It seems to me to be pretty obvious right now that Mueller is investigating Cohen for his ties to Pinchuk, knowing full well that Pinchuk's ties to Hillary (laughs) are even worse. Now, why do we know that? Because as I told you before, Hillary's staffers have vehemently denied, oh no, Pinchuk wasn't at her house. Well, we have the guest list. Pinchuk's on the guest. Oh, by the way, he donated $25 million to the Clinton Foundation. Oh, by the way, he's on this board of this Atlantic operation with uh, the founder of CrowdStrike that analyzed the DNC computers and started this whole Russian collusion thing. Oh, nothing to see there, folks. But it was fascinating about the Ukrainian connection is the Ukrainian connection to the Clintons uh, and the DNC was quite controversial until CNN and others helped it go away. Here's a quote from a piece in Politico. You know how I love left-wing rags using them to make my own case, right? So again, you can call all of this a conspiracy theory. This is a piece um, uh, by Politico. Here's a quote. Talking about, and remember the names, this name might sound familiar. This is a DNC staffer with Ukrainian connections who is alleged to have worked with the Ukrainians to dig up operational uh, information, negative information they could use against Donald Trump. But the definition of collusion, right? According to Democrats, working with a foreign government to dig up information on a presidential candidate. But keep in mind, this is information about a Democrat staffer who has Ukrainian ties working with the Ukrainians to dig up negative information on Trump. This is from Politico. The former DNC staffer and the operative familiar with the situation agreed uh, that with the DNC's encouragement, Chalupa, Alexandra Chalupa, who we've spoken about many times, asked embassy staff to try and arrange an interview in which Poroshenko might discuss Manafort's ties to ousted Ukrainian President uh, Yanukovych. While the embassy declined that request, officials there became, Joe, quote, helpful in Chalupa's efforts, she said, explaining that she traded information and leads with them. If I this is a quote from her. If I asked a question, they would provide guidance or if there was someone I needed to follow up with. But she stressed there were no documents given, nothing like that. So is she admitting to colluding with the Ukrainians to gather information on Trump? Remember who Alexandra Chalupa was? She knows the Clintons. Mm -hmm. She worked at the DNC. She has Ukrainian ties. She ran a project against Paul Manafort, Trump, uh, who was brought onto the Trump team. Gee, how did that happen? I'm telling you, this is all a setup. She then leaves the DNC to work exclusively on anti-Trump oppo. She is she admits to at least discussing information with Ukrainians, negative information on Trump, and then Manafort mysteriously appears inside the Trump team. As supposedly in a recommendation from Roger Stone, I'm not sure how this whole thing went happen. But I want to know how exactly Manafort wound up inside the Trump team, given that the DNC had been producing a sort of dossier on Manafort the whole time. Folks, there was collusion, all right. This Ukrainian collusion story was a very, very big deal. Before CNN and others tried to explain it away. Oh, she was just talking to Ukrainians, Chalupa. Oh, she worked for the DNC and she knows the Clintons. Oh, and she was working on an operation against Manafort, who later became a target of Mueller's investigation. Man. Here's one more. 
forget where this is from. Oh, this is from The Hill. Another article in the show notes. Back in January of this year, Politico reported that Democrat officials met with Ukrainian officials to get information on the Trump campaign in an effort to boost Hillary Clinton's presidential bid. When it didn't get nearly the mainstream media scrutiny that the Trump Jr. Russia meeting got, it promptly uh, it did prompt uh, uh, it did prompt President Trump to correctly ask why it was being swept under the rug. Now, does it make sense why they would raid an office of Trump's attorney, his attorney, to get information on a Ukrainian when Ukrainian collusion with the Clintons was a big deal? Oh, by the way, the same Ukrainian that donated $25 million to the Clinton Foundation, the same Ukrainian who was invited to dinner at Hillary Clinton's house, oh, the same Ukrainian sitting on this council with the founder of of the company that looked into the DNC emails and concluded, Joe, it was the Russians, despite no evidence, which led to the Trump collusion fairy tale. Folks, how are you missing this? Mueller's appointment. They needed it. They have to hide all of this stuff. Obamagate, Pfizergate, Ukrainiangate, Flynngate, and the only person to do it. The only person is Bob Mueller and Rob Rose, Rod Rosenstein. Now I'm going to make that case even further here in a second. It's important you understand this. All right, one more, uh, and then we'll be uh, ready to rock and roll for the rest of the show. All right, um, today's show also brought to you by our pals at Filter By, who wrote this ad themselves, which is why I love it. These guys are great. It's spring cleaning time, and like Trump is cleaning out corrupt officials, you can clean up the air you breathe and make your HVAC system great again. Their words. I love it. And folks, don't procrastinate. Otherwise, dust, mold, and pollutants will clog up your system. It'll become inefficient and end up costing you a lot of money, like me. I had to replace my whole HVAC system. Cost a lot of dough. Sounds like the federal government, right? It'll cost you a lot of money too. Cleans up, the, clean up your uh, your HVAC system with my friends at FilterBuy, America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They carry over 600 different filter sizes, including custom options, which is good. All shipped free within 24 hours. Plus, they're manufactured right here in the great old USA. FilterBuy offers a multitude of MERV options, all the way up to hospital grade, so you'd be removing dangerous pollen, mold, allergy, aggravating garbage, dust, pollution out of your system. It'll maximize maximize the efficiency of that system too. Save you a little bit of dough. Right now, you can save five percent when you set up auto delivery, and you'll never have to think about air filters again. Save money, save time, breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. You know what? I like this show today. Better than I like 628. You think so? I'm getting more, 628 I'm get, was I'm getting more out of this, dude. I'm digging this. You know what? 628, which if you have... By the way, it's not the date. It's the number. Yeah, episode sorry, number 628. Some people get confused. That is the episode that put us on the map with this. I mean, the episode has gone crazy. It's been listened to probably millions of times right now yeah. uh, based on our numbers. But I think this one is more important uh, yeah. because although that one explained Obamagate, how they spied, how yeah. they hid it using the Brits and how they used the, the FISA warrant to put a legal cover on a fake operation. Mm-hmm. This explains the Mueller special counsel crystal clear. Yeah. That Mueller's special counsel. Now, you may say, I think I made the case pretty conclusively that the raid yesterday, the raid yesterday was an effort now to cover another thing, Ukrainian collusion with the Clintons. And they're alleging the same clue. It's, I mean, this is the, ner- there's a word we used to use in Queens I won't use, but let's call it the nerviest move I've ever seen. I'm having a hard time believing this actually happened. When I saw the name Pinchuk, I'm like, there is no way that Mueller is going to be accused. And listen, this whole thing, I'm sorry, but there are people out there, Joe, who are trying to tell me, oh, Mueller's a white hat. He's a good guy. This raid on Cohen's office is really a way to take down the Clinton's involvement with Pinchuk. You know what, folks? If I'm wrong, I'll correct, but save it. I'm sorry. That makes absolutely zero sense. There is no evidence of that at all. None. Mueller's investigate, whether it was the disingenuous prosecution of Mike Flynn, the prosecution of Papadopoulos for felonious mopery on the open seas. Yeah. There is no evidence at all that Mueller is anything but a cover smokescreen tr- covering up for the misdeeds of the Clinton. None. But this is clear. He's investigating the same guy who was dealing with the Clintons, who represents a country that was alleged to have colluded, or at least some representatives in it, with the DNC to gather information on Trump. 
Now, here's another one for you. Why is Mueller the perfect guy for this? Remember I told you one of the other big controversies and why he was picked for the special counsel. First, now we know he's, he can cover up the Ukrainian thing by counter-accusing the Trump. Secondly, the Woods procedure. The whole procedure for verifying information, the information used to spy on Trump, yeah. was false. They used fake information in a federal court to spy on Trump using a court almost exclusively reserved for terrorists. Mueller, his chief of staff, John Carlin, was the DOJ official. He, had, he was in the head of the National Security Division. This is Mueller's old chief of staff, was one of the final guys to sign off on the verification of that information that later turned out to be false. Let's start a special counsel. Let's make counter accusations against Trump and make all that go away. Third, the whole Uranium One, 10X Rosatom debacle, the bribes paid for the Russians to try to gain influence in the international uranium market. An informant in the case, the 10X case, 10M, 10X, the, whole, the informant in the case is on the record saying foreign governments were trying to influence Hillary Clinton. To get a foothold in our uranium market for nuclear fuels. He's on the record saying this. The FBI paid the informant $50,000. They prosecute the case. It goes away. There's almost no PR given to it at all. And the informant is made to sign a non-disclosure agreement even to Congress. Who's the prosecuting attorney? Rod Rosenstein. Who is the FBI director on the case? Bob Mueller. So just to be clear, Russians are buying up our nuclear fuel. Wink and a nod. Informant says, hey, the Russians are buying our nuclear fuel as they're helping out the Iranians, the Iranians build their nuclear program and by the way they're trying to influence american politicians they prosecute the case they make it go away quick they wait forever almost until the statute of limitations is up they charge him with some weak conspiracy crime the informant in the case is made to sign a non-disclosure agreement everything goes away the procedure to verify information used to spy on Trump, which completely breaks down, is signed off on in the end by who? Oh, Bob Mueller's former chief of staff. Now, Bob Mueller, in an effort to further, further wipe clean any stains of collusion by the Clintons or anyone else, do a counter-investigation into Trump's actual attorney for involvement with a Ukrainian who is already known to have made substantial donations to the Clintons and is involved with left-wing think tanks that, by the way, one member of that left-wing think tank, his company started the whole Russian collusion hacking nonsense. You can't... Now you see why I love this book so much? Because you can, you're going to read this book when I'm... Um, by the way, I'm sorry it's taken a while, but we're discovering new stuff by the day. This is going to, this book is going to blow you away. I'm not, listen, I don't need, seriously, folks, I don't like need them. I'm giving away my own books. We found a few winners, by the way, for, we'll get to that later in the week. But cool. if you sent this over as a fiction, a book of fiction and change the names, I'm telling you a literary agent would say, dude, this is the dumbest book ever. So you're suggesting that the U.S. government spied on a major party presidential candidate. In order to hide it, they later hired the former FBI director to run a counter-investigation against the guy that was spied on to make the spiers story go away? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. Ah, oh, that's stupid. It happened. It happened. Now, folks, I'm not crystal clear on what kind of criminality may or may not have occurred in the Trump team. I'm not. 
That's why I said last night on Fox, we're all federal criminals. This is the problem. The problem I have with this case, every one of you could be prosecuted by a federal agent. Every one of you, if you, if they needed to, I'm telling you, I'm sure of it. I was a federal agent and I'm really tired of dealing with imbeciles on Twitter who have no idea what they're talking about, who've never actually conducted a federal investigation. The problem I have with this case is of I've said to you over and over, of course they're going to find criminality in the Trump team. And everybody keeps saying, oh, what do you want to ignore it? I'm not suggesting that. I'm simply telling you we have crossed the Rubicon now. Because if you are sanctioning the use of federal agents, federal power, the power to take freedom away in an effort to investigate people and not crimes, justice is gone. It's You're next. You're missing the point. That was my beef with Walsh this morning, who has no idea what he's talking about. I'm not suggesting that sex with a porn star or any, or any of that. I don't if it happened or didn't. I don't know. I'm not suggesting it's good if it didn't. If it did happen, I'm not suggesting it's something we should all look over either. I'm not suggesting this is a man without sin. I'm not suggesting this is a team without criminality. What I'm suggesting to you is that once you accept that the dislike of a political ideology and its said candidate is an excuse for starting a criminal investigation on someone, justice is done because you are next. This is what third world governments do. I'm absolutely sure a thorough rectal exam on anyone by a federal agent will reveal criminality. This whole thing was started as a smokescreen. Do you understand why I'm laying this out for you? The Ukrainian collusion now being made to go away by an investigation into, conveniently, Ukrainians and the Trumps. The whole procedure for the dossier that failed, made to go away, how? Point Bob Mueller. Oh, he knows people. He knows people, by the way, who were involved in the verification of that. The whole Uranium One case, where there was actual potential there, uh, I shouldn't say actual, but there was potential collusion between the Russians, forgive me, I need to be more precise with my language, based on an informant's own words. Oh, Mueller was the FBI guy, no conflict there. I'm suggesting to you this is a smokescreen to cover up a witch hunt investigation targeting a person, not a crime. Let me... What are we doing here? I had like a ton of other stuff to get to, but may not happen. Let me suggest to you again now, as I did last week and I think the week before and the week before that, because I can complain about this all day. It is way past time to fire Bob Mueller. In the interests of justice, it is fire Bob Mueller a week ago. Make it retroactive if you can. Fire this guy. This is not an investigation anymore. This is a witch hunt. There is no doubt about it. And the one thing about witch hunts, if you know from the Salem witch trials, they always find a witch. Remember the rules of the, of the witch hunt, Joe? <laughs> you know, if, if what was it? If she floats, she wasn't a witch. If she drowns, she yeah. was a witch. It was like either way, you know, the, you were a witch no matter what. That was the whole rules of the witch hunt. Witch hunts always find a witch. They will find something on the Trump team. So here are your choices. Because I get it how some of you are still upset about this decision of fire Mueller. Some are excited. Some sent me an email. Great idea. Here are your two choices. We are don't mistake for a minute in the and be clear what I'm talking about. We're talking about firing Bob Mueller. Don't mistake this for a a choice between a good and a bad decision. There is no good decision here, Joe. We clear. We're, We're talking about a bad decision and a less bad decision. Mm-hmm. The whole field of ethics is based on bad versus less bad, okay? There is no good decision here. All we're looking for is the less bad one. So what's the really bad one? You keep Mueller on board. He will continue to dig into the Trump team until he absolutely finds a crime on every single person he wants to take down as more crimes keep creeping up about the Obamagate spying through the IG's report and collusion with foreign governments, the United Kingdom, Australia, and the Ukrainians, collusion with the to take down the Trump team. That's all coming out. The British, we know, helped spy on Trump. We know that. Mm-hmm. We already know it from public reporting. 
Australian officials like Downer uh, conspiring with our intelligence agencies to open investigations on Trump. The Ukrainians summoned the Ukraine government passing information to the DNC on Trump. We already know there was foreign collusion. You will see every time the IG report comes out exposing a new level of collusion between the Clintons, the Obama team and the DNC and foreign governments and more criminality. You will see another charge by Mueller on someone until it's Trump himself. That's the bad news. Mueller will not stop until the IG's investigation is entirely blown off the front pages and he has just about anybody he can in the Trump team in handcuffs. He will not stop because his goal isn't justice. It's the cover up. That's bad. What's less bad? You fire Mueller stat. You never look back. You come out, you give a press conference, you ask, a, you ask questions on it, you lay out what happened, you lay out the Obamagate spying, and you use that press conference as an opportunity to go through everything I said from 628 on. It's not just me. I'm not trying to claim proprietary credit for the information. Lay out the case from day one. The Obama team spying, the Obama team's collusion with foreign governments, the Obama team that worked with the UK, the Obama team and Alexander Downer, the Hillary team and the Ukrainians, the Pinchuk payments to them, lay it all out, how these are deep conflicts, fire Mueller, bring in a replacement, let them wrap up this collusion thing, fire Rod Rosenstein, get rid of him. You would say, oh, well, you may risk impeachment. Folks, give me a break, please. They are going to impeach Trump no matter what happens. It doesn't matter. Bank on it. But if you're impeached, that does not mean you're convicted in the Senate trial. As I said to you again last week, this is important and worth repeating. They are going, listen to me, they're going to impeach him no matter what. Let the trial go to the Senate where they need 67 senators to convict him and let those senators, it's like an actual trial, let those senators and the representatives they choose to represent their case, the anti-Trump clowns, let them make the case in the Senate and make them embarrass themselves. I am so confident there's no collusion that to impeach him for a collusion charge that didn't happen is only going to humiliate the left. Make them do it. That's the less bad option. There is no good option. Fire Mueller. Oh, the press won't like it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, Joe, the press won't like it. Are you serious? The press will go wild. Go wild. Mueller's going wild. This guy's throwing justice out the window. He just raided the office of Trump's attorney. A warning, by the way, Joe, to every other attorney. Don't you dare work with the Trump team. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Listen, oh, neither yeah. Joe nor I nor lawyers, uh, but we've been in businesses and we've had lawyers yeah. before. Joe's one of Joe's good friends, an advertiser on his show is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. These guys will tell would you work for Trump right now? No, I'm serious. Would you work for Trump right now as a lawyer? You'd have to be crazy. They just raided throwing attorney-client privilege right out the window. And remember how I opened it up. Hillary's friend, who was an attorney, but not her attorney, gets to sit in on the actual interview and take custody of evidence. Don't you worry about that. It's crazy, man. We're living in, like, crazy time. Hey, man. You know, and having been a federal agent and understanding this and seeing how this works. Can I tell you just a quick story here? I... I'm not going to name names or agencies, but I remember a case we had one time and it was with another guy. It wasn't my case, but the way it started and it turned out later that one of the guys was not, according to this guy's investigation, I'm going to keep this as milquetoast as possible because the guy didn't give me permission to talk about it. So forgive me for the lack of detail, but just understand what I'm telling you. If you want to understand the genesis of my fear of the federal government, I don't mean that in a weird way, in an X-Files way. I mean it in a legitimate way. My fear of government power and how I became not a conservative. I was always pretty conservative economically, but a conservative and more of a libertarian on the government front. I always err towards the side of liberty, even if I have to forfeit some of my security. I had a friend who worked for an agency and they started a case. And in an interview with one of these guys... 
the guy passes over his driver's license and he looks at the signature. It's not the same guy. This guy's life was turned upside down. This bad guy, and I say bad guy because he later on, I believe, they, I'm not really sure, but I found him on something else, but his life was turned upside down because he had the same name as another guy. But when, you see where I'm going with the show, when they had the signature of the actual bad guy, mm. in an interview, guy slides over his driver's license, he's looking, he's like, oh, that's not his signature. The dude's life was entirely that that incident in hearing about it changed. I'm telling you, it changed. I never forgot it. I still talk about it to this day. That was years, years, years ago. It was the wrong guy. Folks, the power you have in the federal government to shake up, destroy, decimate someone's life is awesome. And it's frightening. And when you see it, when you have it, when you own it, you have a deep penetrating fear in your heart of, gosh, what would happen if that was me on the other side of that table? And you knew it wasn't you. Hey, Dan Bongino, we know you're guilty of a massive credit card fraud scheme. We have your signature. And you look and you go, that's not my signature. Meanwhile, your wife just watched you get picked up by, you know, the, uh, the some federal agency for questioning. You had to hire a lawyer at what, $1,000 an hour? Your, your employer's wondering what's going on. You miss work. You're sweating. You're, you're on the verge of a heart attack. Your kids are looking at you. And it's not you. How do you think Trump feels right now? Listen, this is clearly a flawed man. He's a sinner like you and I. But how do you think this guy feels right now? He gets elected president. He didn't have to run. Matter of fact, I would I'd debate to you right now. He's probably regretting every minute of it. He runs for president. He wins. He does some genuinely good thing. I have no doubt the man cares about the country. We're all sinners. Him too. Everyone else. And because he was elected president, he's been subjected not only to one of the most intrusive, disgusting and disturbing federal investigations I've ever seen in my lifetime, using courts designed to, to nail terrorists, to nail terrorists. But not only that. All of this is happening while his predecessor, who spied on him in conjunction with his opponent for the presidency, are laughing their butts off all the way to the bank as they sit there and collect their, their post-presidency and post-secretary of state uh, pensions and speaking fees. While this guy undergoes a cavity search as the president of the United States every single day of his life and watches his whole entire life turned upside down. This is one of the most revolting, disgusting episodes I have seen in my 43 years on this planet. It, it's a horror show. You are watching justice fall apart. You're watching everything collapse as the Democrats. By the way, folks, if they win, if they win in this, and this is allowed to continue, this Mueller sham filthy, disgusting operation to take down in a soft coup this president of the United States. This will be make, listen to me and please listen good. You write this down and grill it on, tattoo it on your brain. This will be the template for overthrowing every electoral loss at the presidential level in the future. Make absolutely no mistake. You take on the swamp they will, they, you know what they'll do, Joseph? They'll get out the old, oh, remember the Trump playbook oh, from 2016? Yeah. Let's open page one. Start a special counsel. What did we do? Oh, we spied. Okay, let's start a special counsel to investigate President Jones. Well, what did we do? Well, this time we spied with the, whatever, New Zealanders. Okay, let's allege collusion with the New Zealanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked last time yeah. for Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what'll happen. And this is why I I want to leave you on a bit of a positive note, although it's hard on days like this. This is why the dance, the fight, whatever you choose to call it, matters so much. Remember the Roman poet 
An enemy is not vanquished until he considers himself so. If we're going to go down like this and the republic's going to go up in flames, justice is going to collapse, and we are going to fight them to the last minute, we will, you want to t- <laughs> we will burn down our own homes before you're going to walk in there and take possession of it. The gasoline ready to rock and roll, babe. You want my house? Okay, take it. Give me five minutes. Hold on. I'm going into the garage. (gasps) Gosh, what happened? It all burned down. Sheesh. Good luck. Have fun with the timbers. Ain't going to happen, man. Listen, we are not, thankfully, a violent bunch. I'm not. And we never will be. That's a leftist phenomenon. But, you know, I'll tell you right now, man. We are definitely an active bunch. We'll vote every one of you jokers out of business. We will try to. When we can't, we will protest against you. When we can't protest against you, we will post against you. And then uh, sooner or later, you know, we'll just start resisting ourselves. Amen, brother. We'll start resisting ourselves. As I said before, you want what do you want? What do you want? You want our health care? You want our money? You want this? You want that? You want to come to our house with search warrants for our guns? Now you can't come in. Yeah, but we're here for your guns. Okay. You can't come in. Well, you're under arrest. That's fine. Right. You can arrest my neighbor too. What do you do? Arrest all of us? I'm not a violent guy. I never will be. And I've never, ever on this show ever recommend that. And you, listen, you, you know, let's do your own thing, but that's not my bag of donuts. But they want to resist. Let me tell you something. They're going to see what real resistance is like when they start taking away actual civil liberties and big R rights granted by God. And it's happening right now. Arrest me, that's fine. That's my civil rights protest. There is nothing material on this planet, nothing I'm not willing to part with, nothing to maintain this fight. Zippo. I got my kids, I got my wife, and I'll always have a place to stay, thanks to people like you. I am good. But I am not good forfeiting this fight. I'm telling you, you're witnessing an abomination of justice in lifetime. This is an absolute disgrace. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. Sorry for the macabre tone today, but you got to know what fight we're involved in. Ignorance is never bliss, and certainly not in this case. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.